Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of A Date with Sugar and Spice. Uh, my name's Aspen, and yes, this really is Aspen. Um, I know that my voice sounds a little questionable, but um, Kat, do you mind if I tell a little story oh, before we start? Do. I feel like the audience needs to know why you sound like you've been smoking for six years. Well, you know what? I wasn't going to say it, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so every every year, actually twice every year, I get these awful allergies, and I think it's those like, it's like the leaves and the pollen and those stupid white trees that we have outside campus, like it's the worst Um Whenever they bloom, I just get these bad allergies, and it's happened to me ever since I moved to Utah. I think something about the, the dryness and like kind of just the altitude, maybe. Um, yeah, so I just completely lose my voice. Uh, cannot. Sometimes I like I'm reduced to a whisper. Luckily, I'm not here now. I'm 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 not there yet. I've been drinking my little teas, and I've been like staying hydrated, sucking on my cough drops. Um, so I'm thinking I need to get my tonsils out. What do you think? Yeah, that might that might be something you gotta do. I have a suggestion for you too. Oh, okay. So All with right. the teas. Uh-huh. So shout out to Starbucks. Um, <gasps> they have it's called a honey citrus mint tea, and I don't know what they put in there, but it like cures a like a sore throat and everything. Like really? That. It's crazy. I had the flu in beginning of March. Mm-hmm. Awful, by the way. That yeah. was terrible. Sounds bad. Um, <laughs> I was like locked in my house for five days because oh I like couldn't, gosh. I could barely move. Awful. Um, but the only time I leave my house was every single day I went to the Starbucks drive-thru. I like wore my mask and everything. I was like, I'm not going to get you guys sick. But I got that tea and I felt so much better. In a and couple you were of days. cured. I was. It seriously oh my was gosh. like some crazy. They used to call it a medicine ball, but then people started considering it like real medicine. Oh, yeah. And so Starbucks was like, we can't call it medicine. Important clarification. So they like had to change the name. <laughs> Okay, well, like, I'm genuinely tempted right now to just you go through. Absolutely just, should. Just a little a little quick jaunt to the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, and speaking of our good friend Kat, let me reintroduce my favorite guest to ever come on the podcast. Um, Kat, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself for people who can't remember our very first episode this year? I know. I'm back. You invited me back. Um, so, yeah, so my name is Kat Fitzpatrick, or Catherine is my actual name, but I usually go by Kat. Um, I am a junior oh god i think i'm technically a senior <laughs> in credits now it's crazy um but i'm a pre-med student um i ma- i'm majoring in biology with a i actually added a minor so i am minoring Ooh. in chemistry and spanish an now. update for the people yeah and it was really funny so so if you guys remember if you've been with me for this long um i've been hosting this podcast since I believe August, August or September, so mm-hmm. like fall semester yep. 2021, and Kat was my first ever guest on my podcast. I was like, who am I going to get on my podcast? Who could I talk to, like alone in a in like a really small room for like, you know, a half an hour and not feel awkward? Easily, I could be in here with Kat for like hours, and we could just we could just chat. I feel like we could chat for a really long time. Oh yeah, you and I could chat for hours. And oh hours. yeah, like we would have to like set a. We timer. could solve word pe- world peace. Oh, we really could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'd have to like set a timer to be like, hey, if we have like something after our chat, <laughs> we have to like set a timer to make sure we don't. We miss really it. do. Like we could totally <laughs> chat just for hours and hours and hours forever. And, and it's funny because you know I was thinking. So this is actually our last episode of a date with sugar and spice for this school year for for spring 2022 and so i was thinking i'm like who am i gonna bring on who am i gonna bring on but a few weeks ago uh kat and i were chatting and i'm like you've got to be my last podcast guest you've got to be like the alpha and omega so that's why you're you're here because kat is the alpha and omega 
the full circle, the the beginning and the end of this podcast for me. Just kidding. I'll be back next year. But like, and I'm I'm also trying to find this clip in my phone because do you remember um, what happened when we recorded the first time? What did I do? Tell the people. Is he talking about the the tea? I, I yes, I am. Yeah, about you the tea. you tried chamomile tea for the first time, and we like spilt it and it had like lemon everywhere. It it was pretty bad. Don't don't tell um, uh, Ryan who works, <laughs> who's kind of in charge of this area, uh, please. <laughs> but I did, and you know, I think I had talked about, um, I had talked about like trying this tea. Because I had just lost my voice. And I'm like trying to find the episode, but I think I briefly explained it last time. Um, basically, needed some tea for my throat. So that episode, I just decided, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try tea on the podcast. And I definitely did not ma- make a mess. I don't care what Kat says. <laughs> so anyway, we're back. And I kind of thought that today, on today's episode, we could do kind of like a look back. A little reflection, if you will. Because I don't know about you, but this school year has been simultaneous the longest and shortest school year of my life. Do you feel the same? I totally feel. I feel like especially fall semester might have been my longest semester. Like that was a really, really rough semester for me. Oh, yeah. But then like now I'm like, holy crap, it's April 20th when we're recording this. Like that's insane that finals is next week. Like it's oh my god! I just cannot believe that like we're already through this semester. Like we have two more days of classes. It's it's insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Especially because like yeah, like fall semester. Oh my gosh! Seriously, I was that was the I felt like it was never gonna end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then spring, like like I, I I joke, but I genuinely think this is what happened. Uh, I think I fell asleep on December thirty first and woke up like March first. Like I'm pretty sure I just blinked. Yeah. For for the entire months of January and February. And I'm pretty sure that even since then, like my weeks, I swear. I mean, my weekdays take forever, but the weekends are two and a half hours long. And, and then they just keep going and keep going and keep going. And now we're at the end. And so yeah. it's kind of weird. No, I'm with you. I feel like my, especially like this semester has been just full of, let me just get through this week. Let me get through this week. And now all of a sudden it's the end of April. It's it's kind of been it's like crazy. it really has. This is the last. L- just let me get through this week. Yeah. This is the this is the last week. Well, next week. This is one of the last weeks we have to get through. Yeah. Until until you know, unless you're coming back for summer semester, I don't envy you. But I mean, good on ya. Right. I know. I did summer semester last year, and I said never again. I I love that they're giving students the option. I'm not one to take it. No, I did it once no. and I said, I'm, I'm good. And and so you'll have to tell me, but don't they do these weird things in the summer where it's like a half and half? Like there's like super short semesters. Did you do anything like that? Yeah. So there's the option. So some, so it's 14 weeks per semester, um, but you can do a seven week like fast track course. Oh my gosh. But it's the same amount of material that they would give you in a 14 week. Oh. So, like, for some classes, it's nice. Like, I did a lot of generals that way just because, like, I could mm-hmm. take, you know, 18 credits, but it was only, like, nine credits at a time. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice, but it was. It's crazy fast-tracked. Um, I'm a STEM student, and I know a lot of people who try. A lot of them end up failing, but some try. Some succeed, but they take uh, organic chemistry. Oh, no. And they do... Because it's, it's a full year course, it's two semesters, and they do the first semester, seven weeks, 
Second semester, seven weeks. Are you kidding me? I can barely do them in 14. I have no idea how people do I it I feel seven. like that would literally fry your brain. I feel fried after 14 weeks. Like, it's crazy because I'm about to finish organic chemistry too. Mm-hmm. About to finish out the second semester. Good for you, by the way, because I know Thank that you. that is no easy feat. Thank you. It's kind of the bane of my existence. Um, my professor's amazing. Shout out to Professor Werner. He is easily one of my favorite professors here. Good. Um, and so having him has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. But if I, I mean, it's just been the craziest class. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I do at least 60 hours a week of organic chemistry. That and, like, I'm not even top of my class. <laughs> like, I'm definitely not top of my class, but I still do that much homework and studying. It's more studying. Just to keep your head above water. Even, oh, like. yeah. It's crazy. So I have no idea how people can fast track that yeah. over summer semesters. I mean, good on them, I guess. But I feel like for some, it's just like quicker way. Fail quicker. <laughs> right? Uh, I, would, I don't know. I would. I would fail a seven-week organic chemistry Oof. course. Me too, don't worry. Be so fast. (laughs) Um, something that's interesting. So I was I was just in this like study group for for my French class before this. Um we basically have to get like a certain number of like workshop hours um in order to pass a class. And let's just say I'm a little behind. Um so I go to this workshop thing and and our professor is asking, like, tu stressé, like are you stressed? Like, um, do you have any finals? Do you have any final papers? And I'm like, Oui, uh, j'ai beaucoup de papiers. It means I have many, I have lots of papers, like not really as many essays or not as many tests as I do essays. Um, and so she goes around and asks everyone if they have papers and essays and if they do, how many pages they are. And so I go, oh yeah, like I have two final papers. Um, one is an eight page and the other is like five. And th- she's like, oh, okay, okay, not too bad. And then everyone else, like there were like three other people who, and I'm in upper division English classes. My the papers that my like classes are for, English thirty two fifteen and English forty five ten, upper division literature classes. These other people are in English twenty ten, the general requirement, and they go, yeah, my paper has to be twelve pages, fourteen pages, ten pages long, and I go, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. It's crazy i remember when i took 2010 it was actually one of the summer courses i took oh my gosh um, i think my final paper i think it was only like the minimum was like 10 or 12 pages i think mine ended up being like 18 for like Amazing. a 2010 course but then i mean but i've got a, a class this year it's uh, biomedical ethics it's oh, bio no. 30 50 i mm-hmm. believe um my paper is like 19 pages oh gosh for that one so it's like it's crazy i've got a pretty even mix i've got projects and exams mm-hmm I wish I had more projects. I feel like people who have exams want more projects, and those who have projects yep. want more exams. You you can never, we can never be satisfied. No, really we really students. can't. <laughs> we really can't. I do a lot better presenting. Um, I do public speech a lot in my, you know my jobs. Um, just kind of as a person, I'm a talker. Oh, same, um, same here. Don't worry. So like, <laughs> we're both here talking. Right, our, our, our little just, bounce off. Yes, have a little chat. <laughs> Um, so like, yeah, like video presentations, even like standing up in front of a class, I would much prefer that than taking, you know, a final cumulative exam. Oh gosh. (laughs) The word cumulative haunts my dreams. Yeah. My, I, so I have to take an ACS, um, exam, which is the, um, American chemistry society exam for, uh, organic chemistry. Uh, and that's cumulative. So it's not just this semester, it's last semester. Oh gosh. So it's OCHEM one and two. Are you kidding it's my me? Exam. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's oh my gosh. quite the rough test that I'm not looking forward to. But you know what? It's going to be okay. It I, is. Because I had this thought, actually. 
is I feel like a lot of people get stressed about how the semester ends. Mm -hmm. But there is a little bit of beauty in the semester ends. Yeah. It always ends. Like, yeah, like if in a week and a half, the semester will be over, regardless of how it ends, you know, whether that ends good or bad, right? You can take that as it comes. But it does eventually end. So if you're having, you know, a ridiculously hard time, whether that's emotionally, with roommates, physically, you know, in classes or anything like that, the bright side of that is, is the semester does end. And even yeah. if you and even if you do summer courses, you at least have a couple of weeks off right. to take a break, take a little break, <laughs> go a on little, vacation. Yeah. Do maybe. a little self-care moment, you know, clean your house finally. Finally, or, after after three months. Right. Or, or you more. Know, crazy yeah. semesters. You know, everyone's I feel like offices or desks get crazy and cars get messy. And like mine is. I've still got skis in there. Like, the season ended. like It's it, the end of April. It, it's been melting. <laughs> like, the snow been melting, and those skis are still in my car. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's okay. I still have my winter coat out, like, in my, like, front entry. Yep. Mm -hmm. For no reason, because it's not really been necessary <laughs> for, like, two months. But it's I just, it just hangs out. It just but, I mean, out. it snowed, like, last week or two weeks ago. You never That's know. That's a good point. Especially you in Cedar City. You yeah. never know. But I think, I think you're right. And I think there is, like... I don't know. That's kind of the attitude we want to have when going into these things. Like, because I don't know, I feel like high school was a little bit of a different story. You know, like you've got the whole year, like it is your freshman year and then it's your sophomore year and then it's your junior year and it's your senior year. And, and college, you really get the opportunity to start fresh a little bit more often. You know, you're not stuck in a same little like building all the time with little hallways and lockers and drama like and we're even trimesters, you know, you've mm -hmm. got 14 weeks to, to get through the classes that you have, and then you get to start all over again. And you know what, I have a friend who didn't do very well in a couple of her classes, like one of them, you know, like a couple of them have been like this semester or last semester. You know what she's doing? She's taking classes at uh, Salt Lake Community College. Yeah. She's retaking those. She knows the material. Now she's retaking those. She's going to get a better grade and she's going to make her transcript look better. Yeah. And you know what? And she's like, I've done this before and it's, you know, it's been what I've needed. Yeah. And there is always that chance. Like it doesn't have to be one and done. You can retake classes. You can learn more. You can grow more and you can come back. And it's very beautiful. Like you said. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel like there is a bit of like a redemption process. In oh, college. yes. Because like in high school, it's almost like, and I feel like it's just like the culture around high school is like you've signed your fate at that point. You really have. Like you're done yeah. with the class. You got to see. Sucks. You got to see. In college, oh, you didn't pass a class. Try again next semester. Try again when you're ready. Try again when, you know, just try again is the moral of that story, right? And so it's like, and even in um, like sciences where we have, um, like general chemistry to organic chemistry, it's kind of the, the next step where if you don't love your grade in general chemistry, but you want to just continue moving on to organic, you have that chance to kind of revamp some of those old concepts and transfer them over and like really learn the material and get them back, which is why like a cumulative exam, it sucks, but it is kind of a chance, almost like a redemption to right. be like, hey, first, hey, I know this now. Yeah, like yeah. first semester, you know, I'll be honest, my very first quiz that I had in organic chemistry one in the fall, I got a six out of 10. That was very humbling for me because I thought I was going to do very well. Six out of 10. This semester, same concept. I got like an eight or a nine. And so it's like we 
have these redemption processes that we can go through in college. And I think that's a really special part of the college experience that a lot of people don't fully realize that that's an option for them because right. of the because of the kind of the culture around it. Yeah, I think that's something I've never really thought of before like that in detail. Like, yeah, you really can. You can just try try again. Take a break. Take a vacation. And, and re-enroll for that class because like, and I didn't even know this, I think when I was in high school, but you'll have to tell me if I'm right, but I think so. If you retake a, 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 a class, say you, you fail OCHEM, you retake it and that F gets, is off your transcript. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So yep. you really can just like kind of redo the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Especially like, um, if you're attempting to go to, you know, a higher education, like grad school, where your or GPA something like matters. that, where the GPA yeah. matters, your transcript, like what's actually physically on your transcript matters. I think even just showing that growth to a lot of like grad schools, especially, is is huge because it. I think how the process works is the grade doesn't go off the transcript, but it gets replaced. Yeah. So you can see like. Oh, that's true. That's yes, true. So there's so still a. It's sh- it shows something that to show growth. for it. it yeah, yeah. Hundred percent okay. shows that growth, and then your GPA is reflected with the new grade. That's so nice. So it's it is. It's like you get to show, hey, I've grown. I realize mm-hmm. my weaknesses and I've grown. And I think that's yeah. a really like important part of just growing as a person. Oh yeah. Like in general. And like For I sure. think college is one of those places where you can realize those weaknesses and have the space to make them strengths. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Um, would you say that OCHEM two is your hardest class this semester or do you have a harder one? Oh guaranteed. Top tier, this is my hardest class. Um I've got other tricky courses just because mm-hmm. I am a STEM student, but this is definitely the one that uh, I said this way. humbling experience it's yeah. been a very humbling experience I've been very good at sciences since I was a kid um, I mean I've I've worked as an EMT I'm working in the ER currently like these things especially medical kind of come naturally to me I think everyone kind of has alley. has yeah. an ability and mine happens to be medicine organic chemistry has humbled me in a way that I have not been humbled <laughs> before it definitely has been extremely challenging but I a lot of people, I feel like, just hate the class. They're like, this is the worst class ever. I hate it. It sucks. I love the class, actually. It's the bane of my existence, but I love the class because it has, it's shown me my weaknesses as a person. It's shown me, hey, this is how you need to study. This is how you need to spend your time. Hey, you have terrible time management. Let's fix that. <laughs> I love that this class has given me the opportunity to grow as a person. Yeah, I really like that. And it, it's funny you say that you, you just turned my like simple question into like a, a motivational speech a little bit. I was just going to say like, like English is my thing, English and writing. Like those are the things that come naturally to me. Uh, my hardest class is French by far. French 2020 is kicking my butt. Hey, and oh yeah. my gosh, like I can write a paper. I can write a news article. I can do whatever you want. And you know, I still can work jobs and internships all the while. But you asked me to remember how to say, like, fish in French. Sorry, that's the first word I could think of. <laughs> I actually do. It's poisson. Oh. It's, like, spelled kind of like poison. Anyway, fun way to remember it. But, like, um, I don't know. You, you're probably getting a Bachelor of Science, right? I am. So I'm unfortunately getting that Bachelor of Art, which means I have to have that minimum two years foreign language. Yep. And it's just not, not my favorite. But... I think that you're right. You know, it's taught me some things um, in that class. Like, it's really dependent on participation. 
And you know what? I got to do the homework and I got to learn the vocabulary and I got to study and I got to practice. And at the end of the day, I do have to learn French at least a little bit. Um, and it sucks, but it is a learning experience. And it's also kind of taught me, you know, it's wild. I, a lot of people ask, well, oh, well, why are they, why are they making you do this? Like, why is this blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why other people have to do it. But for me as an English communications, like a writing person, having to learn about the bare bones of another language has made me, has forced me to understand my own language a little bit better. Yeah, you know, I'm totally, kind of weird. I'm totally with you. I actually, um, growing up, I went to a, um, I went to a Spanish uh, immersion school growing up for elementary and junior Ooh. high. Um, and so I was thrown into the Spanish language from a very young age. And I think... Um, I took that for granted as a kid and then I learned it a little bit more in, in high school and then I've not done it so far in college and I'm actually finishing out uh, getting that minor because I got concurrent enrollment credit in, in high school and things like that um, but I'm able to finish out that minor and it really has been trying to like keep up with my ability and the strain that it puts just like on your brain to try to learn like the foundation of another language it really does help you kind of relate it back to English like I felt like oh, while yeah, I was learning sure. Spanish my English skills somehow got better i'm sure there's a scientific reason for this but it was it was very interesting like as one vocabulary grows in one language one seems to also grow in the other it's a very interesting experience and it forces you to think about things like past tense and like um that's the that's the only thing it learned i taught me more about just kidding just kidding that's just (laughs) the first thing that came to mind tenses parts of speech like um different like ways that we use language to express ourselves like you know we don't just use literal like words to convey meaning we use connotation we use like we use jokes we use humor we use metaphors and it's cool because I get to learn about that in a lot of different like I don't know I want to say like formats that I'm not really used to so that's cool yeah definitely and I think like especially to like nonverbal communication cross culturally is very, very different. I feel like I always not act different, but I have kind of a different persona about me when I'm speaking Spanish to another Spanish speaker. I have, I have a different accent because (laughs) you have to kind of like change how you say words because you want to make sure you are not butchering the language. Right. We we try. We try. Right. (laughs) I'm sure you kind of notice like you kind of like hold yourself a little bit differently as you're speaking French. I like to imagine I have a little mustache. I hate <laughs> that's fantastic. I pretend I, I am a, sh- I'm a chef. I am from Ratatouille. Just kidding. Sorry. That that, that was a bad impression. No, that was great. <laughs> now I'm like envisioning you like working in like some. I have a little rat under my hat right now. Yep. Telling me what to say on this podcast. I love it. Cat staring at me like I'm absolutely crazy. I'm not wearing a hat, <laughs> so maybe that's why. No, I love it. I it is like I think like a lot of these nonverbal communications cross culturally are huge keys that you kind of learn along the way. Oh, for sure. Like in English, we kind of learn them just because that's our culture that we grew up in. But when you learn another culture, you definitely it's more intentional. You yes. have to think about it more. Yes, it is way more intentional. You got to make sure like what you're saying comes across properly, and then that I think translates over to your primary language, like English, like I said, like I talk a lot. I'm a public speaker. I do presentations. My work through the school this year has been, I work a lot with upper admin. And so if I come across differently than how I'm attempting to, the message is very, very different. And so I got to make sure that how, what I'm saying and how I'm saying it is intentional and comes across 
the way I want it to. I didn't even think about like that aspect of it, but you're right. Helps you to, you know, be professional if you want to be show people that, you know, you, you are capable of things. Sometimes all it takes is, is the way that you talk and talk to them and talk about things that you're interested in. Okay. Well, hear me out. It's, um, it's a dating podcast and we've been talking about school this whole time. How about just at the end, we'll wrap up the podcast with a little bit of like a look back at just like how you feel your relationships have changed, grown, and evolved over the past year. You want my dating life history? Is, I this, mean, is this what we're getting if, into? If you want, <laughs> but like also it's been a long year. Like we just talked about it. Like how do you feel like you've changed and in the way that you like handle your relationships in the past year? It has been. I think like from like a dating perspective, since that is the dating show, um, I I have been on a few dates kind of throughout the year, not, not anything crazy. Um, I'm not like in a relationship right now. Um, and I think a lot of that has just been time. I feel like I, I love to fall into a relationship. I want to be able to make sure I have time for my partner. Um, and I haven't had that. I barely had time for myself <laughs> the I past feel like that. eight months. Mm-hmm. So I got to make sure like I haven't really, really gone into that just because I've not had the time to. Um, so the end of the day, dates haven't really gone anywhere. They've been great, but they've not really gone anywhere. It's okay. Um, now that I've got a little bit more time just because of finals, we don't have any classes. Um, I have a date on Saturday. Ooh, good luck. Thank you. I'm very excited. It's the first date. Um, she's great. I'm very excited about it. Um, but, yeah, so like dating history, not anything super crazy to update on, but just because school, school has been crazy. Um, but, like, in regard to, like, my other relationships, I feel like some of them have kind of fallen away because yeah. as we've grown as people, we find out, different ways we want to go in life right um a really really good friend i made the very beginning of this year him and i are still really great friends we love each other i see him when i can um but we are on just very different paths now yeah so i don't get to see him as much um still love him to death he's one of my favorite people but we don't get to hang out as much as we did you know eight months ago because we have just very different and it happens it happens and I and I actually relate so much because you know I look back it's actually really you know I I look back at the people that I was hanging out with every day eight months ago let's just say like you and they are totally different than now and there you know there's part of me that's sad about that right but I think that you know we've been taking this optimistic approach to endings this whole podcast why not apply it to here you know because we change and grow and things end and semesters end and we move and we start new classes and stuff, we are constantly growing. We're constantly changing. We're constantly making new friends, meeting new people. There's something beautiful about that, isn't there? Oh, like, it's so nice. Absolutely. I feel like I have met so many amazing people throughout this year. And, you know, a lot of them just because of kind of convenience have come from like classes because we're all kind of suffering through the same stuff together <laughs> shared shared trauma absolutely <laughs> it's like the, our first meeting is always like trauma bonding it's great um but a lot of us like have the same goals in mind and so we you know become very close very quickly because you know it starts off with study hangouts and then it turns into hey i'm going to st george to decompress for the weekend want to come with me and then it turns into these great friendships where it's like you know the opportunities that maybe because of a reason one friendship ended um when that one friendship ended we can um grow a new friendship that kind of ends you know with the same opportunity as two different friendships right i like that oh wow my voice just got super big sorry guys (laughs) um (laughs) and it's just i think it's 
really kind of a great thing. Like I think just being able to meet people, figuring out who you want to align yourself with is just great. And I just, I love meeting people for that kind of opportunity. And I love hearing other people's stories. Yeah. That's why I love to talk. That's why I'm a talker. And that's why I love this podcast. Honestly, (laughs) actually, you know what? You, you remind me, I, I just, I am so grateful for like all the people, like, just like you've said, all the people that I've met, all the like wonderful, like stories that I've get gotten to hear have just been incredible. So, and thank you. Thank you for being on my podcast, not only once, but twice. Thank you for having me. Tell me all of these, all of these (laughs) stories. And, and you know what, to everyone else who's listening to my listeners, I say my listeners, they're our listeners. You know, if you were part (laughs) of the podcast this year, they're yours too. Um, Thanks for listening. And, and I think Kat, you just summarized it so well. I like, you know, it might be our last podcast episode for this season, but we'll be back. We'll change and we'll grow and it'll be a new podcast, but it'll be like better for it, you know? Um, And maybe we'll have to have Kat back on again. (laughs) Maybe maybe (laughs) I'll have to come back. Might have to be a a, a tradition every season, if you will, you know? I'm very much here for that tradition. Good. I'll be here. Awesome. Well, you know what? To everyone who's listening, thank you so much for always tuning in. Um, As you know, the school year is coming to a close and so is the season. So we will see you back up again in September. Um, and you know what? If you see Kat around on campus, give her a high five because she's about to finish OCHEM. And if you see me on campus, uh, no, you didn't because I can't talk right now. So, and I'm really embarrassed about it. But <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for being on the podcast. Like one last time, I can't thank you enough. Um, have anything to say to the people before we end? Thank you for having me, first of all. And I think, like, to the listeners, our mm-hmm. listeners, our right? listeners, our listeners, um, just keep trying. Keep, keep on, what's that? Uh, keep on keeping on? Is that, yes. is that what we're Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I mean, just s- try to stay motivated, you know. If it doesn't work out, try again. Take that redemption process. Yes. You know, put that into, you know, your relationships, your schooling, you know, your relationship with yourself, with your family, you know, and everything you do. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on <laughs> keeping on. That is a lovely way to end the <laughs> podcast. Well, we'll see you next season, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.